We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to Transformative Principle. I am your host, Jethro Jones. You can find me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. I want to take a minute and talk to you about the Transformative Leadership Summit that is coming up in two weeks. That's awesome. And uh, I'd love for you to join that and be part of it. You can go to transformativeleadershipsummit.com to check it out. We're going to have a great list of people as part of uh, the Leadership Summit this year. Bob Sanju, Jennifer Abrams, Bill Ziegler, Nick Fisher, Tom Braddock, and a whole bunch more. It's going to be fantastic. We're going to talk about the way to improve the school experience for the four different stakeholder groups, administrators, teachers, students, and parents and community. And I think you're going to really love it, and it's going to take your leadership to a new level this year. So go to transformativeleadershipsummit.com to sign up. Welcome to Transformative Principle. I'm excited to continue my conversation with Pirjo Suhonen today. She is from Finland and is going to continue talking about what they do in Finland to help their students be successful. We're going to talk a little bit about dealing with misbehavior and some of the challenges of education in Finland. So also with this, we are just about a week away from the launch of the Transformative Leadership Summit. And uh, if you attend it last year, you know how awesome it is. If you didn't attend it last year, you should definitely check it out this year. It's all online. So go to transformativeleadershipsummit.com and sign up for it so that you can really increase your learning of how to improve the school experience for all stakeholders. Here's my interview. What do you think is so important in teaching them to have those skills of resilience and perseverance? How do you actually teach that on a day-to-day basis? Not like thinking big, but getting right down to it. How is that actually taught? Well, there is, um, I think that can be included to every Every lesson, because sometimes people say that, well, I'm already teaching maths and science and and literacy, etc. How I'm going to include like entrepreneurship lessons into it? And I, I think that should be included to every single lesson. It's just to teach you that, let's say, 
maths is really difficult for you. You still need to learn it, though. And uh, it doesn't matter even if you make mistakes. Sometimes kids are so so scared of making mistakes that I call it that they they hit the wall. Or like I was teaching English to these children who find English really, really hard. So I basically, I tried to help them to break that wall between English language and their learning. So it's it's tricky one to explain that how exactly, but it, it's more that you create that relaxed atmosphere where you can make mistakes and you're not penalized for it. It's a bit like when I learned to ski, downhill ski. I made a lot of I mean, I had many falls. A lot of people said that, well, you know what they say. If you ain't falling, you're not trying hard enough. So if you can get that into their heads, they're never going to be scared of trying something new because that's what life is going to be for them. They might end up having 20 different uh, occupations, different jobs before they retire. They have to be able to learn and they have to be willing to learn also and they will be making mistakes and they will fall but they still have to get up and try again there's a lot of pressure here for our kids to do well and to be successful especially on the first try and we are very competitive here how do you take that pressure off of those tests when those a-level tests i imagine are pretty important for you to be successful at and you guys are leading the world in your in your other test scores how do you not make that the focus uh, because it it tends to work and because we want to because uh, when you just test it then it makes uh, it can easily end up to that that teachers also teach for the test rather than for those competencies that i i mentioned earlier that you can still get there and i mean when the first pisa came to finland teachers were actually really surprised that we did so well because we don't train for those tests but we still get there and i mean honestly it seems to be the story that sometimes less is more so uh, instead of trying to drill in too much into the little heads maybe little bit less but just get the basics right and start when they when they seven years old when they bit older to be able to take it all in yeah so interesting so my daughter is five right now and that's typically when kids start kindergarten but you have to be five by september 1st or else you you're past the deadline so her birthday is september 6th and so she's five days past the deadline to go into kindergarten and she we think is ready compared to her peers and where her brother was when he started kindergarten but we decided to not put her into kindergarten and not do a test to try to get her in early and you know talking to you I feel like that's probably a good idea now because she is showing more that she wants to learn than she did before and She's the youngest one, and so her attitude is a little bit different. But I'm just thinking that that might be the the thing that that is going to work well for her, that she's starting later rather than starting early like all of her peers. And maybe that will help her to care more about it and be more successful. I don't, I don't really know, but it sounds like it's working well for you guys over there. Yeah, because I mean, I do believe that the timing has to be right. And uh, 
I mean, kids love to play, so we should let them play because play also, there is plenty of research to show that it's it's not just for fun, it's good for their brain development and the rest. And um, something else I meant to say, oh yeah, that then there's also uh, statistics that even if we start teaching uh, reading and writing, when kids go to school at age seven, that they are lacking behind if you compare them to, for example, UK children. But by the age of 10 or 11, they are at the same level, but their motivation level is is possibly a lot higher. And why do you think their motivation is less just because they've been in school for longer, so it's kind of lost its appeal? Possibly because they they try to push it too early on them. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean, I've seen children who are still at preschool, year six, and they couldn't care less about numbers or or letters. But when they when they go to school, when they one year older they start to get a bit more interested in it. So it's it's more the, how you call it, self-intrinsic motivation or what's the right term? Yes, intrinsic motivation, yep. When you got the motivation right, then it's easy to teach anyone. Yeah, that <laughs> that is exactly true. And it's something that we try to force them to be engaged through extrinsic motivation. And for those of you who have been listening to my podcast for a long time, Chris Weijer talks about that way back in episodes 21 and 22, and how you have to get kids to want to do the right thing, because it's the right thing to do, not because they're going to get a reward or something. Yeah. And that's a that's a big thing that we do here. Do you do extrinsic rewards for kids to for behavior or for learning opportunities? Yes, we do those also, but I think the main thing is to if you can put it put it to their um, head as early as possible that they come to school for themselves to be a better person, then I think you are winning. I mean, sometimes I ask from uh, children when they misbehaving that why are you doing that that yes you might trouble me and make me work a little bit harder but it's just away from your own learning that then I just toss the ball back and sometimes they stop to think that hey yeah hang on a minute that sometimes we end up having a really good conversations that why are we here at school why am I teaching them? Is it for my own pleasure or am I trying to give them something? Am I helping them to learn or am I just there to count minutes when I can go home? Yeah. Interesting. Do you feel that through your approach that that you have fewer discipline and misbehavior problems and how do you deal with misbehavior problems when you do have them? Uh, you talking about me personally or normally in Finnish schools? Both. <laughs> Both. <laughs> you do ask some tricky questions. Um, well, normally I ask them that, that question, that, so why do you do this? And I just normally say that, well, you can do this work here with my help, or then you just have to do it on your own, on your own time, that it's completely your choice, but the work has to be done because this is why we're here. And um, otherwise, I mean, a lot of teachers, they do team teaching. So sometimes it could be that 
the student can go to another class to calm down a little bit, but you normally need an audience to misbehave. That's how yeah. children are. <laughs> yeah. So when you take that audience away, they on their own. So that, that seems to work sometimes. And um, normally they're pretty good. We also have a very good special needs education program in, in Finland, which helps because quite often it's the children who struggle most. They want the the most attention. They have a reason for their misbehavior. So uh, if you understand that they are just kids, that they don't always express themselves that well, that they can fool around because they really just can't understand what they have to do or or they don't know how to do the task, that when you go and offer them help, if you go and just be kind and nice, that, okay, well, let's do this together, then that very often helps. So what do you think are some of the challenges facing Finnish education in general that maybe some other places have better than you guys? Uh, challenges, um, well, Integration of technology is a big challenge at the, at the moment, and um, but it's getting there. Um, I'd like uh, Finnish children to collaborate more and teachers, and this is what came out from the OECD report also that Finnish teachers could share and and care more and um, presentation skills. Because when I was teaching those kids to take over the coding lessons, I could see it that all they need is more practice to jump in front of the class or another class. And uh, they improve every single time. Because I think the kids in America, your social skills and your verbal abilities to to communicate they are just amazing i raise my hat to them every time <laughs> <laughs> that's great so i i really appreciate your time i've got a link to your uh, mooc in the show notes at transformativeprinciple.org can you tell us what is one thing a principal could do this week to be a transformative principal oh What they could do this week or next week, you mean, to yep. be a transformative. Well, I think teachers bring change to every day. Try the Skype trick that I I explained. I'd love to increase global um, communication and uh, education. So maybe that, the Skype trick, when you put the Skype in the corridor, yep. I'd love to hear what happens. Yes, I would love to hear what happens with that also. And if you're interested in doing that with me, then I'm at Jethro Jones on Twitter, and I would love to to see what that looks like and just have it sitting there. I actually have a teacher that I can think of right now that I think would be willing to do it in his classroom. So that would be a neat opportunity to just have that open for people to to check out. So, Pirio, how can people get in touch with you and learn more from you? Well, I'm also in on Twitter, Pirre74, and, um, or Pirjo Suhonen, my name, or Alo Finland on Facebook. What else? Pirjo at alofinland.com. So um, I'd love to hear your thoughts about Finnish education and MOOC, etc. And let's do this Skype thing. I'm really uh, intrigued by it by now. Yeah, me too. I think our time zones might not match up because you're 12 hours oh, ahead yeah, of me. So. That's true, yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> we'll, 
Oh, we may just see an empty classroom and you may see an empty classroom for us. So we'll have to figure out how to, how to make that work. And there's got to be an hour or so where we'd be similar to each other. So we'll, we'll keep talking and figure that out. So thanks so much for being on the podcast, Pirio. Thank you. Thank you. This was a pleasure. I hope that you enjoyed that. And she and I are both serious about doing a Skype break room. Uh, so please uh, reach out to us if you're interested. Her Twitter handle is in the show notes and mine is at Jethro Jones at P-I-R-R-E 74 is hers. So please uh, make sure that you reach out to us and let's get our kids connected in, in some unique ways. Transformative Principal is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators by educators. Visit edupodcastnetwork.com for more great podcasts. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com slash BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E.